Well, Penny has been is going to share a testimony concerning the resurrection or some aspect of it. So, Penny, you've got the floor here. Okay. Well, um, if Tia's message last week was titled um, Jesus Paid It All, then mine should be titled Jesus Paid It All Part Two. Um, I feel like uh, we're playing tag. You're it. Um, <clears throat> I, I have really enjoyed um, hearing all of the testimonies and teachings the past couple of weeks. I feel like they've all just woven together so perfectly as I have been myself uh, meditating on what the resurrection means to me. Uh, last week, Tia uh, spoke about um, uh, changing negative mindsets and finding new life um, and spoke of a vision of a tree and that was really bare without leaves um, at first and then um, started getting leaves and when it was um, standing on the solid rock of Jesus. And um, I believe that um, just as Jesus spoke in parables uh, while he was on the earth, that uh, the Holy Spirit speaks in parables today by way of visions or mind pictures um, that, that show us where we are in our relationship with Christ. Um, and Tia, Tia spoke a, a vision and as she was sharing, I was reminding a, reminded of a vision that I had myself um, back in 2016, um, uh, right, be right before going on my first mission trip to Peru with Crossway. I know some of you will remember this. Um, I had a vision of, um, of, a, of a pit. It was a, a deep, dry pit um, with uh, roots, dry, broken off roots coming through the walls of this pit, just like a, an, a lifeless grave. And um, I remember thinking initially that this um, vision had to do with um, that we were going to a desert place in Peru. And our theme was um, from Isaiah 43, 19, which said, um, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So I had this vision and I, I thought that it had to do with our desert place and we were gonna bring the water in. And um, I found out while I was on the trip that this vision was, was actually of me. Um, and uh, this, the, the trip was just an amazing trip for me and really a life changing trip. Um, uh, after when we got home, um, uh, it was actually, I was at the uh, international mountain trip and I was staying at Martha's house. And if any of you have been there before, you know that she has a stream that runs through the back of their yard. And I had the same vision. It was the same vision of the same deep dry pit. But this time the, the walls of the, of the grave were actually bending out and forming the banks of a riverbed. And the water was coming through and those, those dry roots were, were coming to life and um, going down into the water and, and coming up into trees of new life. Like, trees planted by streams of living water. And it was an amazing uh, vision. And just as Tia um, was picturing new life when a tree, I, I just really feel like trees are pictures of new life. And um, God just did an amazing thing through that time for me. And um, I was just really being renewed by the washing of the water of the word. Um, 
last week, uh, Greg spoke and um, he said that the chief way that um, God reveals himself is through his word. And he said that um, um, sick people don't go to a doctor until they know that they're sick. And he spoke that instead that um, when you feel the pressure rising, then we need to meditate on the word. Um, and I would have to say that for myself, that this has been the biggest thing that has brought change for me, um, as well as um, accepting Christ and connecting to wonderful people, many of whom are in the meeting right here. And um, But studying the word has just um, uh, been one of the things that has brought the greatest amount of growth um, of course, this wasn't always the case, and I had a really rocky start. Um, um, Greg said that, you know, we need to, in order to be drawn to Christ and accept him as a, our Savior, that we need to know that we need saving. Well, <laughs> um, I was 17 years old when I had this revelation, and it was... <laughs> Uh, no, no surprise to me that I had a problem and I needed saving. I was um, caught in addiction to alcohol, struggled with depression, and I knew I needed saving. So I had no problem accepting Jesus as my savior. Um, and I lived, uh, desired to live pleasing to him, but I really didn't understand um, the full gospel message. Um, uh, Tia last week also read words from a song and that Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. And I think at that time in my life, I thought the word owe meant I needed to pay back God and um, punish myself any time I did anything wrong. Um, I lived uh, in fear that I was um, just displeasing to God. And at one point, at some someday, at some point, I was going to be um, displeasing enough to him that he would reject me altogether. Um, so my life was really a roller coaster of, of trying hard and giving up and then trying hard and giving up again. And uh, whenever I did anything wrong, I, I felt like I still needed to pay for my sins. Um, I accepted Christ um, eagerly and I uh, appreciated the sacrifice that he made for me, but I, I really didn't understand the resurrection and I didn't understand uh, the completeness of the cross. Um, this came as really a progressive revelation for me, just the completeness of the cross that I just didn't understand. Um, as, a, as I became a studier of the word, I, I developed a greater understanding of the importance of the resurrection. Uh, the resurrection is the final proof that every claim that Jesus ever made about himself and every word he ever spoke is completely true. John the Baptist proclaimed, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Um, later, when Jesus asked Simon Peter, who do you say I am? And he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Um, and then uh, the woman at the well uh, said, I'll understand everything when the Messiah comes. And Jesus said, I am he. Uh, Jesus made any, uh, several other claims about himself, um, such as I am the bread of life, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Um, if somebody were to say these things and it not be true and then hang on a cross and die, they'd, they'd be absolutely crazy. Um, 
And as C.S. Lewis says, um, a, a liar, a lunatic, or the devil himself. And, um, but we know <laughs> the resurrection proved that Jesus was who he said he was. Um, um, and every word that he ever spoke is completely true. Um, and I saw this and I realized that uh, the resurrection power was available to me, that it wasn't just Jesus um, coming to life. It was new life for me that I could have here and now, as well as in eternity, but abundant life here and now. Um, and uh, Jesus, uh, the resurrection just became alive to me and became uh, uh new revelation for me, I guess, that um, he did take away the sins of the world. He is who he says he is. Every word he ever spoke was completely true. And um, in an article I read um, that what the greatest word that Jesus ever spoke was, it was the last word that Jesus spoke on the cross while, um, right before he um, surrendered his, his spirit back to the Father and, and breathed his left, last breath. It was the word tetelestai, which means um, it is finished. It's paid in full. Um, uh, the word tetelestai was familiar um, in ancient times, and it was used on uh, promissory notes, um, which was a legal document um, promising to repay borrowed money. And um, tetelestai was, was written on promissory notes uh, when the payment was paid in full. Um, um, and this is the verse that, that um, Bill had already put up. It's uh, Colossians 2, 13 and 14. And I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, the worldliness and manner of life, God made you alive together with Christ, having freely forgiven us all our sins, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of legal documents which were in force against us and which were hostile to, to us. And this certificate he has set aside and completely removed by nailing it to the cross. Um, I would say that's to tell us die. It's finished. Oh. Um, the word tetelestai was also used, I need a drink of water, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting dry mouth. Uh, um, the word tetelestai was also used um, for a document when prisoners were set free from, from prison um, to, to show that they had served their sentence in full. Um, and whenever anybody would question them how they had gotten out of prison, they could show them this certificate that was stamped with the word tetelestai, showing that they, um, their sentence was paid in full. There's just such power in that word, and I am so happy for that word because I, I had also been a prisoner and now was set free. Um, Someone said that it's the greatest word by the greatest man on the greatest day in all eternity. He has borne our wrath and our debt is paid in full. Because of the resurrection, we are assured of this. God confirmed it in himself. Someone else said Jesus's death was the payment 
and the resurrection was God's amen. I really love that. The resurrection was the completion of God's perfect plan of redemption. Um, <clears throat> as I continued to study this last word of Jesus, I also discovered something really cool about it, that, um, that the, the significance of Jesus dying on Passover. Um, I had known that there was a significance of him dying on Passover, but I, I continued to learn new things. And I really enjoyed um, Lisa's message about how Jesus fulfilled um, the symbolic meaning of the first three um, spring feasts, and um, particularly about Passover. Um, people's last words and actions are probably some of the most um, significant of a person's life. And um, while on the cross, Jesus was thirsty and he um, received uh, a drink of uh, vinegar from, and it was on a hyssop branch. Now, um, the branch would have been something very significant to, um, to the Jews at that time because they would have associated it with um, the first Passover, um, where um, each person in the household among the Israelites in Egypt killed a perfect lamb and they applied the blood with that hyssop branch um, uh, on the doorposts of their homes so that the death angel would pass over them. So the blood was their salvation. Um, so this um, is really significant. Um, so on the cross, on the day of Pentecost, Jesus became the perfect Lamb of God and also gave his blood to save all of mankind. So after the final act was Jesus's final word to Lestat, it is finished, paid in full. So this word is really freedom. Um, for me, um, there's no more punishment I, punishment I need to inflict upon myself, no more striving for God's forgiveness, no more good works to gain his acceptance. Jesus paid it all. Jesus didn't make a partial payment or a down payment for the price of our sins. He paid it all. And um, no, no matter how many times we fail, no matter how many times, um, we can always come to Jesus. And, uh, and all we need to do is confess it, turn from it, and receive the forgiveness that he's already provided. Um, that freedom is ours because he paid it all. He paid it all. And I wanted to say, um, if, you're, if you're someone like me that is trouble, have had trouble feeling forgiven, forget that, sorry, feeling forgiven or feel stuck trying to strive to gain God's love or acceptance, um, I just pray that you hear this one word to tell us that, that it's paid in full. Thank you, Penny. Penny, we, you, we can see the, uh, the gratitude and thankfulness just beaming out of your face. Even over Zoom on this computer screen, that's what, I, that's what I'm seeing. Um, uh, paid in full. Amen. That's a real realization, isn't it? That we finally, finally understand 
what Jesus did for us. Uh, thank you, Penny. Any other comments you'd like to share with Penny about her story? It was very rich, Penny. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it really was. I love the part about the hyssop um, at Passover and then again on the cross and um, just how um, how that just mirrors so so well and just his intent and he knew everything from the beginning. <laughs> everything was so um, planned and he loves us. <laughs> through it all even you know he loved us even though he knew he knew how we would be so unfaithful and so um bad but he still pursued us and uh, thank you penny that was really really great thank makes you. me want to worship <laughs> penny i just wanted to thank you for sharing all of that because <clears throat> going going to Peru with you and seeing it's almost like a, a tiny little bud on a tree come forth to be a beautiful rose over the years of God showing you more of his love and who he's created you to be um, it's just been a, a great joy and it's been a great joy to have you as a sister and a friend on um, both you and Grace how God brought you to us um, just through those trips to Peru and God brought us two precious sisters so we I'm thankful for you, and I've, I was just so touched by your testimony today. Thank you. Thank you. And Penny, I was there with you in the desert when the Lord was revealing some of that to you, and to see you come from death to life has just been an astonishing thing. And um, you don't know this, but years ago in Crosswave, we had... Um, a time where we ministered with the kids and helping them visually see and understand what it meant that Jesus paid it all. And um, I won't go into all of that, but one of the things that we gave them was this. And we had a, we had a stamp. And so after we had walked through this encounter with them, Every one of them had written on a card different kind of things that they struggled with and sins. And so we stamped their card with this. Yeah, very cool. That is. Yeah, it, it really was. So that, that reminded me today uh, when you were saying that our, our debt has been paid in full. Thank you so much. It was excellent. Wow. Yeah. I um a youth group that I used to work with in Rwanda, we did something similar where the, the kids would write something on a paper and then we had a wooden cross and the kids went up and, and nailed it to the cross. And I'm I'm sure a lot of you have seen that. And just um I've known Penny for 14 years and um seen her at the lowest lows. And um, as many of you guys can testify, the change that um, that has made in her life and just receiving it and living it and walking it out um, is truly amazing. I'm blessed to have her as a sister as well as many of you. Yeah. 
Thank you, Penny. It's uh, interesting how sometimes we we think we hear from God that we're going to be a, a big help to these other people, and they they just can't wait till we get there and serve them. And then in the middle of it, God says, "Well, actually, you are the target mission field. <laughs> I want to do something in you uh, instead." And um, uh, that's happened. That's happened so many times. Thank you, Penny. Would you pray for us? And then Roger, we're gonna we're gonna ask you to share your message with us. Bindi, would you pray and then Roger? God, we are so grateful. We are so grateful that you sent Jesus to pay it all for us, that the price is paid in full. Words can't even express, Lord, our gratitude. We thank you for the season that we can remember all that you've done for us the price that you paid and the love that you have for us. And Lord, I pray for Roger right now, Lord, as he imparts the word to us, I pray that you open our ears to hear what he has to say and soften our hearts that we can apply it to our lives. Thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.